Hey, welcome to Feeling Twisty. Over the past few days, I've been thinking about habit, or uh, more specifically, noticing my habitual reactions to life. And over this past weekend, there a few things happened. Nothing on the outside that anyone would think is a big deal, but I noticed my reaction to it, these habitual reactions to it, were indicating to me that I was not thinking from the end, not dwelling in my desired state, one that I know I'd already moved to in imagination. I know I've dwelt there, but I got bumped. I wasn't dwelling in it at the time, and my habitual reactions developed over time in the previous state, the old man, the old me. And so instead of getting upset about it, I got to notice and saw how my reactions were telling me, okay, I'm not living in the end. I got bumped, as Mr. 2020 would say. So uh, Neville, he talks about habit in a number of places. I'm going to read you a quote of his. Imagination has choice. Uh, let me go back a previous sentence. Imagination is not entirely untrammeled and free to move at will without any rules to constrain it. In fact, the contrary is true. Imagination travels to habit. Imagination has choice, but it chooses according to habit. Awake or asleep, man's imagination is constrained to follow certain definite patterns. It is the benumbing influence of habit that man must change if he does not his dreams will fade under the paralysis of custom benumbing untrammeled i like those words so anyway i was thinking about habit how these habitual responses of mine indicated to me i haven't there are that i was bumped from my desired state not that i've lost it or entirely dug up the seed but just an indicator that this, these little habitual reactions were springing up, these little weeds, and I noticed them. And through the weekend, I noticed them grow more and more until last night I realized after a chain of events that just uh, had uh, gotten me very worked up yesterday evening or late last night, or rather very early this morning, then I realized, oh, Okay, I know where, where this all came from. It came from that first habitual reaction. Saturday morning, I reacted. And then I never revised it. I just let it go. And then another little habitual reaction, and another one, and another one. Until late Sunday night, I sat down on the couch, sat down on the couch, and just got into the silence, went into the silence, uh, a little meditative state and revised those reactions. I went back and changed my reaction. It's the same thing you do when you put yourself in a new state, a desired state. Everything is within our imagination. So I went back to each one of those events that came to mind and changed my reaction, changed what I said and changed more, most importantly, the feeling I had in that event, completely lifted the weight that I was feeling that no one had done 
completely did it myself. But I'm getting a little far off of what I wanted to talk about today, but it's, I still want to talk about old states and our, the habitual uh, nature of them. Over time, the, what we dwell in, the state in which we dwell is uh, habit for us. And my reactions indicated that. I had just earlier today, I was going into a, just a contemplative state, meditative state. I like saying going into the silence. That's what Neville called it. Just a few minutes, and I was uh, only had a few minutes. I just laid down on the bed, and I was contemplating that everything that went on this weekend, thinking about my reactions and noticing how that affects the rest of the day, what shows up in this physical world created by my reactions. And I was thinking about that and habit and the former state and burying the old state. And I had this little dream. uh, I wouldn't say it was a lucid dream. It was a dream, but I was aware uh, that I was lying on the bed. but here's how it went. There was just there was a mother and a son, and the mother had one foot on my chest. She was standing on my chest, and I could feel the pressure on my chest. And I'm watching uh, this mother, she's very nagging, full of worry, and just haranguing her son, uh, trying to tell him he can't do it. Whatever he he was leaving to do, he he can't do it. You have to worry about this, and you have to worry about that. If you, I, my mother was never like this, but we all know examples of parents or mothers that can be uh, full of worry and doubt and worry about their kids. But you got to be careful. You can't do that. That's too risky. You need a backup plan. You need to do this, and that's the feeling I was getting from this mother. The, the son wanted to go. I don't know what this. There was no specific goal, but the the son was trying to leave. And the mother was grabbing him, holding him. No, you can't. And just talking about all these things you have to worry about and the dangers. And then finally, the, the son didn't show love, didn't show hate. He was just completely indifferent. Looked at his mother and said, Mom, I've got this. Turned his back. Com- uh, turned his back on her. And as soon as he did, the mother vanished. The weight on my chest vanished. And I, my eyes opened. And I'm back on my bed. And it was beautiful. For me, that this was exactly what I had been contemplating. The mother in this little dream represented the old state, the, the old man, like the Bible calls it. This old state that, out of habit, wants to pull and tug and, no, we can't do this. Oh, here comes my, uh, my daughter. She wants to spend more money. Oh, great. Oh, super. The kids are hungry. How am I going to pay for that? Oh, I don't want to go over there. All these things that the old state, that I, how I reacted in the old state, that was represented in the mother. And the son is the new state, my desired state. And the son represented what we need to do, turn our back completely on the old state. Because we are bigger than states. We're bigger than the state in which we're dwelling. There are an infinite number of states. But the only way to move successfully out of our undesired state 
is to turn our back on it completely and not look back. Neville says uh, another quote here, but knowing this law by which a man transform himself, transforms himself, I assume that I am what I want to be and walk in the assumption that it is done. In becoming it, the old man dies and all that was related to that former concept of self dies with it. You cannot take any part of the old man into the new man. Just like in the, my dream, the mother wanted to attach herself to the son, didn't want him to leave, uh, leave her alone, and he broke away, turned his back, and she disappeared. Uh, here's more of the quote from Neville. As you assume that you are what you want to be, you do not need the assistance of another to make it so. Neither do you need the assistance of anyone to bury the old man for you. Let the dead bury the dead. Do not even look back, for no man having put his hand to the plow and then looking back is fit for the kingdom of heaven. Uh, to put in today's language, you can't drive your car safely and fight with your wife via text on your phone. You can't do both. Keep your eyes on the road. Keep moving forward. Here's the rest of the quote. Do not ask yourself how this thing is going to be. It doesn't matter if your reason denies it. It does not matter if all the world around you denies it. You do not have to bury the old. Let the dead bury the dead. You will so bury the past by remaining faithful to your new concept of self that you will defy the whole vast future to find where you buried it. You don't bury the old man. You don't mourn the loss of the old state and keep looking back at it. I've done that so many times. In my habitual reactions from that old state, when I have those, that tells me right then I'm looking back. Keep my eyes on the road. And when you notice that your, when your reactions and your feelings tell you, oh, I got bumped, I'm not dwelling in my desired state. Well, there's no need to beat yourself up about it. I used to. Oh, that would make it worse. I would get so upset. Oh, I'm screwing this up. I'm failing this. What's Kim going to say? What are my kids going to say? I can't keep doing this. No, you just... Look at it as the opportunity to notice. Notice it. Change it. Revise those reactions if you want to. And get back into state. Like Neville talks about habit. Your imagination is, it goes toward habit. And if you're continually moving back into your desired state, you've already done it in imagination. You moved there. You felt it real. You felt it all to be real. You know it. It's done. But then there's a re little reaction, this little nugget of fear that pops up to let you know, hey, I got bumped. Get right back into it. Make that your new habit. Your new habit is intentionally moving to a desired state and dwelling there, thinking from it. As you do that, it becomes habit. And the place to which you return most often becomes your dwelling place. So that's your new habit. All right, guys, I love you so much. This is Feeling Twisty.